0: The World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by Winbet. Winbet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee and Virginia. From boosted same-game parties to live in-game odds, Winbet has what you need to win Sign up today, bet $100, get $100 free bet at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet, that's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T Welcome everybody to the World Cup Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. My name is Malcolm Bamford. I'm coming to you from Newcastle-upon-Tyne, Northeast East England. Uh, today is Thursday, December the 1st and we are here to look at day two of the round of 16 uh, Qatar 2022. Day two is Sunday, December the 4th. We've got two games to take you through and here to help... As always, uh, is Mr. Barry Penaluna. Barry, how are you doing? Not bad, Malcolm. Thank you.
1: Just landed a winner today with uh, Morocco, just finishing up as winners against Canada. So that's a good start of the day. We've got a push on the other game. Croatia, I'd uh, win for Croatia and draw no bet. So money back on that. Uh, Morocco a winner. Good start. Let's hope we can finish later on with a solid uh, couple of wins tonight as well.
0: Yeah, Group F has just finished, so we'll take you through the uh, the final scores um, in that one, the scores on the doors, but a surprise winner there. Um, we'll take you through that. I'll tell you what, these are the first shows that we haven't streamed live, bars, and it's well seen because your slovenly attitude, I can barely see the top of you. Do you remember Chad, one of those little faces above a wall? So here he comes, he's sitting up now like a what no bets kind of thing, <laughs> one of them. Honestly, do you want to explain yourself?
1: Well, you told me, you know, when, there's no live stream because we're recording earlier today, uh, and we are recording uh, back-to-back episodes so we can put one out et- each night, as we have done. So why's your so head? Um, so why does
0: your head have to live at the bottom of the screen like that? It's because I'm
1: weird. I'm currently, not sat in my uh, my podcasting studio, uh, also known as the kitchen. Uh, I'm actually upstairs, out of the way, so that the kids can be fed. I'm sat in the bedroom, yeah. uh, uh, okay. laid on the bed with the telly on, football on. So it's a, it's just a different environment and there's no view different of it. environment no uh no visuals required so don't
0: worry about it things change but um so yeah that Morocco group just finished uh group F concluded with uh, Morocco winning it on five points Croatia four Belgium to Canada none that's disappointing uh for Canada. Um, in terms of uh, the final stands and Morocco were 10 to 1 uh, to win that group we said last night the first four had all gone to form four favourites uh, had gone in in groups A, B, C and D um, so Morocco have booked the trend there Belgium were a 2 to 1 on favourites have absolutely blobbed it um, Croatia um, were 2 to 1 on to get out of the group so they, they kind of finished where we thought they would Um I got three out of six money line bets, but wouldn't win any prizes. I don't think Belgium would beat Canada, Croatia to beat Canada, and then Belgium and Croatia draw, actually. So that would have been decent plus money. So might have just about held me on. But um, I think two things to take out of this, Baz, is A, Morocco, a really good story, and they played well, uh, fully deserving, I think. Um, so we'll talk about those first, but then also how and why... Um, Belgium was so poor, but.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously I went, um, I, you know, I took Belgium to win this group and actually I think, I think I tipped them to get all, yeah, I, I, I took them for nine points. Um, that said, I think the writing was on the wall from quite early. They, they, they struggled in that first game against Canada um, and by the time they lost the second game, I think it was clear all wasn't well in the camp. There was a little bit of unrest and, you know, people speaking out and, it, it just didn't seem right uh, and I really fancied Croatia to, to do do a job tonight, whether that was getting the result to, to put them through and, and Belgium out or winning the game. I did back Croatia to win but I felt it was worth hedging it a little bit because we knew there was the, potentially the situation where that, that draw would be just fine for Croatia. Um, so yeah, Belgium, I expected more from them pre-tournament but once it got going you just felt they weren't ever going to get going. Um and I know you've been watching that game this afternoon and you've said they've, they've sort of left it until the last 10 minutes of the group stage, haven't they, really, to try yeah. and have a go. And too little, too late. Um, yeah, I mean, as you say, there's always going to be one. Uh, one of those big teams goes down and it is the first one
0: from the group stages so far. Uh, so, yeah. Um, halfway through you talking here, Buzz, did you hear me shout, fuck off, really loud? No. Oh, OK, because I completely lost my connection um, and I thought we were going to have to start again and stuff. So I lost my temper, shouted that. I'm not going to shout it again. And then all of a sudden you too, you reappeared on my screen, having had disappeared for 30 seconds. So I didn't hear anything you said there. I just wasn't sure if anyone had help, uh, heard me lose my temper, but that's fair enough. Uh, I assume you just said things about Morocco and Belgium. I've just seen the replay of uh, that one that, Landed on the line for Canada. That was very close, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. You yeah.
1: not to get a point out of it, really. There. They did show plenty of uh, attack and threat as I've done all tournament Canada. Yeah, um, they'll probably feel a little bit hard done do that. They're coming away with this for no points because I think their efforts and their, their performances have probably deserved a bit more than that. But yeah, uh, I mean, four years down the line, I think they could be a decent, decent squad, and 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 maybe uh, go a little bit. But well, they
0: down. get a home World Cup as well, don't forget. Next time up, so it's kind of they're just at the start of this cycle now i would have said um and yeah they'll want to be in a in a strong position for the three home group games in canada uh, at the start of that tournament which is if you don't know going to be held in canada the united states and mexico um in 2026 so yeah they've got some good players they seem well coached um herdman's done a good job quite a seems quite a modern coach um so, yeah, I think better days ahead for, for Canada. Morocco have done really, really well. Um, and Belgium kind of fulfilled what we thought that Portuguese rule was going to be. Um, be the one team that kind of fall up, fell apart. We've heard De Bruyne slagging off the defenders. We've heard the defenders slagging off the attackers. Um, they did miss Lukaku. And then easily, and I mean easily tonight, could have scored a goal and qualified. Yeah, uh, Lukaku dangled his leg at one with about four minutes left, couldn't turn it in, but then had an unbelievable chance where the cross was stood up to the back post. And it's kind of, he's let it hit him in the midriff, Lukaku. And it's just bounced back into the goalkeeper's hands where any kind of positive touch, and it was a goal-like. So, yeah, they were as bad as they've been. Uh, we've talked about Argentina easing the way in. Uh, Belgium uh, could have qualified, and... He, um. Yeah, got themselves into the tournament. But Yeah, Morocco go through as group winners. They're going to get probably Germany or Spain. So, again, a little bit unfortunate there that they're not ending up with an Australia or a USA. No offence to our American readers. Um, but Morocco are going to get a really tough team to play. Uh, but, yeah, good news story for for Morocco. Um, with regard to the USA then, Baz, that's what We're going to talk about um, the USA and England. Uh, tonight, our a uh, heartland of World Cup gambling podcast readers. Um, I'm going to do this ad read first, Baz. I'm going to tell you what, um, Baz. Little quiz question, uh, bit of off the cuff trivia just, for you. Just before um, the before your trivia, Malcolm. Yes, uh, we, we probably don't want
1: to talk about USA in this episode because we've just done that in the previous
0: one. Oh shit, we did, didn't we? Oh yeah, yeah. sorry. Just, we just only so talk you know about, about USA. Yeah, it's France (laughs) v Poland. France v Poland and England v Senegal. I'll tell you what we'll be talking about uh, is how the USA won their game, Baz. Next up, that's what we'll be doing. Yeah. Uh, Thanks for keeping us right. So, Baz, one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. There's nine answers here, Baz. When I stop talking, you're going to carry on talking and see how many you get. So, if you're ready to win money and boost your odds, WinBet is now live in. Oh, God. Yes, Come me. on, you've heard me say see- this is episode 16 now, Buzz. So oh, you went. Had- Colorado. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah.
1: Michigan. It's a, it's a, yeah. a bit with sh- sh- sound, yeah. a sh- sound. Well remembered. Uh, Arizona. Colorado. Yes. Michigan. Um,
0: They're oh, the first oh, three. Yeah.
1: Me. Oh, no. Me now. Um, struggling. Corazon-
0: I Two more know. for the, the win, Buzz. Uh,
1: you how should many do are going to get?
0: There's nine in total. You've got three. I'm, I'm setting the target of getting two more. What have I said? Arizona, Chicago. Arizona, Colorado, Michigan, no, not... yeah. mm. Arkansas. No. Nah, you're out now. You fucked it. <laughs> yeah, uh, the answer is Baz. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas Swanline Sports Betting exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Uh, same game, Parley Construction Zone. Get involved in that. Uh, great promos, odds, and payouts happening right now at Win Bet. Bet one hundred dollars to receive one hundred dollars. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet so they know that Megan Baz sent you across. sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject to change. Tees and sees at winbet.com must be 21 or older and present the state where play-through winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. So two games on Sunday. First up is the 3 p.m. UK time 10 a.m. Eastern time kickoff between France and Poland um France are the favourites here 7 to 25 minus 357 draw at 4 to 1 Poland are 12 to 1 um France came out of group D as the winners uh won two and lost one scored six conceded three times um Poland finished second in Group C on goal difference. one one, drew one, lost one, scored three, conceded two. Um, France rested everybody against Tunisia, as was their right. They'd won their first two games, so were are safe. Um, so, yeah, that was fair enough. Uh, the other two games, they played really well, though. They, I'm not sure about the... Calibre of the opposition that they beat actually. They beat Australia 4-1 uh, really comfortably after going behind. They then beat Denmark 2-1, and Denmark were really, really poor. Then, like I say, that's Tunisia game is so a bit of a head scratcher as to what you do with the form. Um, I've still been firing up the uh, the XG numbers, Baz. Um 3.78 against Australia, 2.45 um, against Denmark, and even though they lost that game uh two tuners they had a higher XG than their opponents in that one. Um both teams to score has been a no in all three of their games. If you're looking for a um that's not true is it? Because both teams scored in the uh it's under under two under two and a half goals and both teams to score. Um oh sorry Poland I'm looking at now um in the Poland uh, the Poland, on, the Poland vibes. This it's a is shambles, isn't it, Buzz? Yeah, Absolute yeah. fiasco. Uh, I think Poland were looking to go through here. Um, Be penalties in all three of their games. Two missed penalties. It really sent them through here. Um, the second goal against Saudi Arabia was really late and was a defensive mistake. So, I mean, if that hadn't gone in, if they'd conceded the penalty against Saudi Arabia, they'd have been out on goal difference um, and they conceded in saved a penalty against Argentina as well. Um, they've been worse off all three games in XG. Um, they were below Mexico. They were below Saudi Arabia in that game um, and way below Argentina in that game. Their XG against uh, Argentina was 0.32. Both teams have scored been no in all three of their games and the under two and a half has been a no in all three of their games as well. Um, if you wanted some trends on Poland. So the metrics tell you, and any advanced analytics will tell you, they've been second best in all three games. Um, Chessy's been playing well, but the midfield's slow. Uh, Krakowiak slowing things down in there. Lewandowski's not the type of player who can turn that around on his own. He's not Lionel Messi. He needs service. Um, You get these big number nines. World-class player, but without any ball. He can't do stuff by himself. Um. Unfortunately, the markets are all with me on, on what I think here, um, which is the both teams to score, uh, no, is 2-1 on. That's no good um, to win to nil. Um, France, to win to nil is a little bit better price, 5-6, to six, minus 120. Um, the under 2.5 is intriguing for me, which would bring in kind of a France 2 nil win. Uh, so in the under two and a half is even money uh, that France two 0 correct score is at five to one. Uh, so they're all possibilities. Um, I've come down on bars. We've used this pick a few times over the last few nights. Now uh, the half of the most goals, um, which is going to be obviously the second half I'm going to pick, which is plus one Oh five. Um, 21 to 20 because this is a three-way market because you the tie is in play, which is why you're getting plus money here. So yeah, Poland look old and slow. This could be nil-nil at half time. But even if it's one-nil to France, I think still thinking they get two more and they could run out three-nil winners, or even better. Yeah, so either one of those scenarios will do me uh for the second half to have the most goals at plus one or five. Um that's it, nil off Half time, France win it two nil, something like that, Barry.
1: Right. Um, well, I, I've gone with a different angle. I, I, I don't, I don't mind your bet at all. Um, Thanks. I agree. Poland have been poor. I mean, France, as you say, they haven't particularly set the tournament on fire yet. Uh, comfortable win against Australia after going early behind, going behind early on in that one, but they needed a late winner against Denmark who. We've established that uh, absolutely rubbish. Yeah, uh, and then a one 0 defeat to Tunisia. So it's hard to make, as you say, the Tunisia one. You you sort of strike a line through because they changed their entire team pretty much. Um, having already been guaranteed top spot, they've conceded first in every game. So I mean, you're looking at it from the the Poland angle, on you're sort of looking a bit toothless. You know, not not scoring loads of goals, not creating loads of chances. But but France have. Certainly looks vulnerable. Conceded in every game, so four conceded first in every game, um, and so I'm giving Poland a chance of a goal here. Um, and and you're looking at the both teams to score no, but I'm I'm going the opposite way. I'm I'm going to go okay. both teams to score. Yes, although I looked at the both teams to score at eleven to eight, um, but then looking at that, I think the clean sheet. No, for France. Yeah, um, your know, France clean sheet six to five. Probably to, it's a little bit shorter, but covers the daft scenario of a, of a one nil Poland, doesn't it? You're not relying on France to get a goal as well. Then I mean, yeah. I think France will score. I think France will will probably win it. But I'm 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 taking Poland to get a goal, um, uh, and as I say, because because France haven't kept a clean sheet yet in the tournament. Um, give us that I'll, I'll take that and, and again I mean even in the uh, the Nations League for France they only kept I think one clean sheet out of the six games in the Nations League before the okay. tournament so uh, Denmark beat them 2-0 uh, they kept a the clean sheet against Austria but then Croatia Austria Croatia again and Denmark all scored against them in the Nations League and remember they coming into here with pretty poor form they only won 1-5 in five in that Nations League and um, so as, as 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 underwhelming as Poland have been, I give them a chance to get a goal. Um, I'll take France clean sheet, no, at six to five. Um, and then with that, you know, if I think Poland are going to score, who's most likely to score? Um, and it's got to be Lewandowski. It's big price for for the player he is and the goals he scores. Ninety-two, any time, eleven to one, first goal scorer. Uh, say again, France have conceded first every game. You know he'll be on penalties. Eleven one one first score off 11, Levandoski worth a little bit, and ninety-two any time for him as well.
0: Yeah, um, yeah, I don't like any of that, but unfortunately, um, that, I try to funny. pick up. That tells you, yeah, tell the course tells it me is. I'm on the right line. No, hundred percent, me, yeah, Filip. There's any uh, listeners here? I'd be uh, heading to the betting shop like the Oklahoma Land Rush at this moment in time. Um, I've threw out a few goal scorers in our in our last um, show covering the uh, the USA and the the Argentina games. Um, but I struggled with this one. I mean, you've just—I mean, God—if anyone listens to this, boss, you've given out Lewandowski, and I was going to give out Mbappe. Any time of twenty-one to twenty, <laughs> like, why would you listen to this shit? You know what I mean. Um, no, Paul. So I'm not interested in the fact that Paul can score a goal. yes, so I don't even bother looking down the list. Like totally wasting my time. Just Mbappe is in really, really, really good form, and you can say the same with with Messi for Argentina. That did you look? Kind of everything goes to them, and like, is, is he going to be on penalties and free kicks as well? So um, you've got all of that. So yeah, we'll take. I'm, I'm not. I probably will bet it, but I, I just couldn't. I couldn't get beyond it really. So. Um, a few more exotic picks to come uh, in our next game here, which is uh, the 7 p.m. kickoff on Sunday night, uh, 2 p.m. Eastern time. Between England and Senegal, England are um, minus one eighty-eight, roughly one to two uh, favourites. The draw's 11 to four, plus 2.75. Senegal are plus 6.50, price of 13 to two. So six and a half to one for Senegal. Um, England come out of Group B as the winners 1-2 drew 1 scored 9 conceded 2 uh, Senegal second in Group A um, won 2 and lost 1 scored 5 conceded 4 Bars take it away England v Senegal Yes uh, England uh, they top, top
1: the group with relative ease in the end didn't they it's been a bit of a roller coaster hasn't it we were on a high after the iran game big 6-2 win um usa game brought us right back down to earth it was a proper boring dull affair it was really well it shouldn't have been hugely surprising it's the sort of stuff we have seen from them before um and then again cruise to a win against wales and, and qualified top of the group as everyone would have expected from that group um I mean, they've got bags of talent going forward. We know that. And it's all just about how he plays them, who he plays out of them. And if he lets them play with the shackles off, as you said before. Um, it's hard to predict how they line up because, obviously, they started with Sterling on the left, Saka on the right. Both did really well in the Iran game. Both were pretty much anonymous against USA. And then Foden comes in, Rashford comes in, and both of them, you know, were in the goals and and acquitted themselves really well. So there's a I think it's a coin toss but in both of them positions as to who starts. You know, you fancy Kane'll will, will obviously keep his position, but on either side of him, it could easily be Ford and Sterling,
0: Saka or Rashford in those positions. Uh um, yeah well, well if you want to talk about the team briefly Baz um because obviously um I made a few notes about this here and I actually spoke to uh, Simmers earlier on. Um, Simmers is, uh, is the lineup expert. Um, so I thought I'd introduce Simmers selections uh, as a new feature here for on possibly What's one episode got? only. Sorry? What's he got? So we've got this is what he thinks will happen, not what he wants to happen. Okay. Um, and there's really, it's three positions, it's three names that are the ones that have got the question marks where we could change people in and out So You've got Pickford, Walker, Shaw, Stones and Maguire. Then Henderson, Rice, Bellingham, Saka, Rashford, Kane. Now, the potential changes are, Trippier for Walker, and where I think that makes a difference, or where Simmers claims it make the most difference, is the set pieces. Because I think they were poor the other night. And if Trippier plays, you just know he's going to whip those balls in, which makes a huge difference. And it makes a huge difference if you want to bet stuff like Harry Maguire first goal. You know, we've been throwing out some goal scorers. Maguire and John Stones would be live bets, I think, if Trippier plays yeah. uh, with these set pieces. The second one is Henderson out for Foden. You then drop Bellingham a little bit deeper. Uh, and you've got an extra attacker in there. Um or the third one is Rashford out four forward and straight swap, but can he drop Rashford having played the way he does so um which of those options do you think uh Simmer's, um is Simmer's selection gonna be right? Or which of those three alternatives do you think you might go with?
1: Oh, it's it's hard. It, it is really hard. I mean Henderson I don't get it. I
0: Yeah. I, He's been absolutely shite. He's overhit. He every sh- pass he's played by twenty yards so far this tournament.
1: I watched it the other day, and particularly the first half, I thought it was garbage. But then the commentator has made a big deal. There were—it's a bit like the Wales fans and they're singing Henderson shouts hey. a lot, and and the commentator seemed to really love that. I got sick of hearing, the, you know, how many times he was shouting in the game. All you could hear was Henderson shouting, shouting for shouting's sake. Sometimes, I mean. I don't know I didn't think he played particularly well and I didn't think he needs we need to be keeping him in the lineup. Um but then I listened to the radio and and the sort of talk sport all of that crap. And they were all bigging him up saying what a great performance how important he is to this team and I I don't see it but I, at the same time I think Southgate does does rate him and we know how Southgate likes to try and stick that extra negative approach to it, doesn't he? With with I mean, I don't think there's any need for Rice Bellingham and Henderson in there against Senegal. It will it, drive me mad that. But it wouldn't surprise me. Um on the other side, I think he's got to stick with Rashford, hasn't he, after scoring two against Wales. I think Rashford might keep Saka out. Um and then I really don't know Foden or Sterling. I I just can't can't make my mind up on those two. I would personally start Foden. Um Oh, instead um, of Rashford, so not Sake, Rashford, no, no, and Kane. I'd start Rashford on the right. I know Rashford's the the start the other way around, didn't they the other day? Yeah. I I would have Rashford on the right, and Foden on the left. Okay. But I think I think um, I think you'll
0: start Sterling and Rashford. Um, well, Sterling hasn't got a look in in uh, similar selections. No, he wasn't. <laughs> One of the interchangeable pieces, yeah. So we'll see how that pans out. But it does affect little things like you, uh, like I say, if you see Kieran Trippy in there at right back, I think you're more likely to get a goal out of Stones or Maguire. Um, just as a, a little aside, right? Okay, Baz, you can carry on. Um, well, how, how about Senegal? Um, well,
1: the, I mean, as you see, they've, they've they've looked all right, haven't they? They've, they've improved as the as the tournament's gone on and. We we mentioned this in the previous episode about um, how they got out the group. Um, they have failed to keep a clean sheet so far in the tournament, though. Uh, even Qatar managed to put a goal against Sen- Senegal. So looking at their results, what they beat Ecuador in the last game, which was a was a good result because we thought Ecuador had been decent throughout. I, I thought Ecuador might might win that one. Um, Netherlands was a sort of 2-0 defeat. Late goals from Netherlands, weren't they? 84 and then 99 minutes. So, yeah. they hung on. They were, they were on, I mean, that Netherlands game, thinking back now, I'd back Netherlands in the handicap. got we very, very lucky with that. But oh, Senegal, really lucky. Senegal deserved to win from the game. I mean, if, if they didn't deserve to win it, they didn't deserve to lose. Um, you know, they put three pass Qatar and then a good win against Ecuador. So, they have been a good side. I think they'll... You know, they're, they're no mugs. Um, but they have conceded in every game, um, and I'm I'm fancy. I, I do fancy England. I, I think we'll we'll win, and it, it's, it's difficult, isn't it? We're all, again. It's back to that roller coaster. Um, one minute I'm feeling confident in England, the next I'm not, and then I'm I'm back at the crest of the wave at the moment and feeling like like England might get a good win here. Um, I think defensively England have looked solid. If you if you you know. Obviously, con- conceded a couple against Iran and then they won them as a penalty. But beyond that, Maguire and Stones have looked pretty accomplished at the back, despite all the sort of negative talk around that pair. And in the build-up of the World Cup, um, you know, most of us thought Harry Maguire shouldn't be there, but he's 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 done a good job, um, playing well. Um, so I, I I think we could keep the clean sheet. Um, I'd look at England goals. You can get England to score two or more, five to six, which I think definitely worth a pop i think i think we've got you know you look at all these attacking options we've definitely got the the opportunity to score goals in this game five to six for two or more but i'm tempted to go back to the bet i went with with wales um six to four for england and the handicap uh minus 1.5 handicap six to four so i was going to take the six to four for the handicap I'm going to be a little bit more ambitious and, and, mm-hmm. and, and the hope that he does let them play with the shackles off and we, we get one early and we push on. You can get England to score four or more at 8-1 for a fancy price. you hell, Buzz, You'll we'll have a bit of that. I am told you, I'm on the crest of a wave. I'm, I'm You've been on the mag. sherry, Buzz. <laughs> Uh And another one I like the look of, uh, just a little thought out there, is the corners. Um, three games so far, England have had 17 corners. they they only got three... In the uh, USA game, we did play very poorly in that game. Showed no attacking threat whatsoever, really. Uh, And then seven corners in each of the other two games. And Senegal have had a total of 20 corners in their game. Uh, Their game so far, I think they've had a six, a six and an eight. Yeah. Um, So plenty of corners across the teams. Now, the line's set at nine and a half. Uh, 9.5, you can get... uh, 11 to 10, I think it is. I'll just bring it up the prices again. And I think we can push that a little bit, go a little bit further. So where are we? Corners. Nine, 11 to 10 for over 9.5. Um, I'd, I'd push it a little. I'd be a bit more optimistic with it. Go go 7 to 4 for over 10.5 corners. And I feel like some of these where you can sort of have a bit of progression in it. Back the over 10.5, 11.5. You know, we've got stakes. we've got a
0: term for this buzz on the on the MLB. It's, a ladder, it? it's the ladder. We call it the ladder bit. Yeah. yeah. If you start with but over seven and a half runs and then go up the ladder to eight and a half, nine and a half, etc.
1: Well, this is it, and you can do it in a game of corners. You can you can if you land a good one, you sort of find your break-even point. Put half of your stake on your break-even point. So that in this game would be a nine point five. Half your stake goes on there, and then the other half goes on the 10.5, 11.5, 12.5 at a reducing stake. But you're getting increased odds all the way through, and if you hit your nine point five, you're breaking even, and then everyone after that with more profit, yep. profit, profit. Uh, and I like it in this game just because we, you know between them they've had thirty-seven corners in those early games. Um, England, in particular, uh, you, you know everything's going down the out wide, down the wings. Um, yeah, corners over nine point five and upwards. Take it as far as you want to go. Um, but just sort of have your have you sort of break even point around that 9.5, 10.5 mark. And then if we get and end up with a 15 or 16, you your quid's in, you're laughing.
0: I know you've always loved these corners, Baz, when we used to sit next to each other at the match. And Barry's favourite thing uh, at a live football match is the double corner. So, you got a corner. Bloke swings it into the near post. Defender heads it back out for a corner. Everyone else is just sitting unimpressed. Barry's going wild. Like, Barry loves out like that because he was always doubling up the corner. And if he gets three, you've never seen Barry more excited. Like, absolutely. (laughs) Sends him into a frenzy. This is Uh, Yeah, the little scene corner. Um, Yeah, you make a whole host of valid points there. Uh, England... um, before Gareth Southgate, there were six for 20 in knockouts, uh, knockout matches in competitions. I've gone five for seven under Gareth Southgate. So he is good. Uh, they have been good in knockout situations. Um, I think going forwards, the attacking players are probably second only to Brazil. Uh, on paper, in terms of depth, Recent tournament record is good. um, And they played okay in two games, done exactly what you'd expect them to do in two with a three. In the USA, it's a tricky tie as well. Um, Senegal have been the better team. See, looking at the stats and and like I say, some underlying metrics, I would say they've been the better team in all three of their group games. They had a higher XG than the Dutch. Uh, They were better than Qatar. um, But they were simply better than Ecuador in that final game. Um, We read that one wrong. And Senegal have been really, Uh, Been playing really well. dyer has been looking good up top, and I like Ismail Assar. My starting point here, when I was looking at reverse engineering my picks, was a 2-1 England win. Um, So a lot of bets um, that fall into that category um, are odds against or plus money bets. So uh, the first one I'd give out was both teams to score at 11 to 8, uh, price of plus 137. England conceded two against Iran. The USA could have scored against them, but didn't. Wales was shite. We'll put a line through that one. Like I say, um, the Senegal expected goals has been way over one um, in the first two games. It was actually in it dead on two against Ecuador who have, have remember kept like a million clean sheets in a row. So Senegal have been dangerous. It also takes into account the over two and a half, which is a uh, 13 to 10. Um, that's just a tiny bit shorter. It's kind of seven points shorter. Um, and that takes into account the three nils basically. So there's just a little cosmetic adjustment there uh, rather than the both teams to score. England, to win and both teams to score 72 uh, three fifty. Um, the same, bet the other way around is sixteen to one. Senegal and both teams to score at sixteen to one. So, um, yeah, my, my my main bet there would be that both teams to score at eleven to eight um, or plus thirty seven. Like I say, you can you can dress it up any way you want. And um, goal scorers. Uh, just going back to similar selections there. If we do get the three holding mids, that pushes Jude Bellingham forward a little bit more. Um, and he, did, he got the first goal uh, against Iran. And he's got a good scoring record for Dortmund. He gets forward, gets goals and assists. He's 12-1 first goal and 5-1 to any time. He had set pieces as well. We saw him score a header in that first game. And then looking on the other side for Senegal, the two danger men, the people who've scored the goals, uh, Dia and Ismail Assar, are... Big prices like twelve to one and fourteen to one first goal, respectively, and then eleven to two and thirteen to two so plus five fifty and plus six fifty to score at any time. So if Senegal are going to get on the score sheet and I think they will, then either of those two players um, are likely to do, it. and they're really big prices. So I quite like both of them, Baz. Um, any scorers? Anything else you want to point out? Well, I've left the scorers out. I did look at Bellingham, but
1: as you say, it does. It, it, I want to wait and see that England lineup. Before committing to any of the scorers, because um, I do I do fancy England here, um, and I would fancy England scorers. But as you see, if Bellingham's sitting deeper, it doesn't look as appealing as it does if if Henderson is in there and, and Bellingham's got a bit more license to get forward. But similarly, I want to see was out, out wide because I thought you know, Ford and Saka um, would be ones that would sort of take me eye if they were starting. But if they're not starting, then obviously you, you don't want to any part of that. Um, so, yeah, it's a bit of wait and see for me. Wait and see the lineup, up uh, But, yeah, we know Bellingham's in the in the lineup for certain. I can't see that changing. Um, yeah. And, yeah, five to one any time, I thought was a good price for Bellingham. Uh,
0: excellent. Um, that, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, has got us to the end of our show here for the games on Sunday. Um, yeah, looking forward to the game. I'm going to be probably... Tired and emotional, which is code for really hungover uh, after my weekend away. Um, so I'll just be watching the game in here. I think with the Ben on Sunday night with the Bens. Actually, I shouldn't be sexist and say just the boy wants to watch it uh, because Betty'll be glued as well. I think what well, you you're going to your kids football thing and then back in the house to watch Baz?
1: Yeah, just be watching at home again with the with the missus and the kids. Um... They tend to get a bit more interested for the England games. Phil um, so will definitely be watching that.
0: On night, um, yeah. After the game on Sunday night, we're going to live stream um, our picks for Tuesday, I think it is. But obviously we can uh, get some instant reaction um, from that game as well on Sunday evening um, for, for this England vs. Senegal game. We might have to delay it if there's extra time and penos uh, but we'll be getting our picks in uh, for Tuesday. So over on Twitter, it's uh, at SGPN World Cup. We've we'll been live streaming most nights and we will be again going forward, just changing things up. Uh, when people have got stuff to do on a weekend. But as per usual, I'll direct you to the SGPN app and the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Uh, uh, thanks, everyone, for your time this week. Good luck with all your picks. Hope you have a good weekend, whether it's NFL betting, uh, World Cup and everything else. Um, and until Sunday night, uh, we will see you down the road. Cheers. <laughs>